the volume. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country black buffalo tobacco alternative bold flavor full pouches Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch garage and the car inside and without the right home and auto insurance coverage the cost to repair this could eat up your savings so bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. You know our trusted partner tirerack.com for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to tirerack.com slash Colin. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, Three and Out Podcast, back at it again Sunday night, nine o'clock at night. Actually, just got out of the shower, feeling fresh and clean. Had a long day of not doing much, <laughs> eating, consuming football. Uh, I, I don't even want to look at my phone to check out how many steps I took because I did not take many. And today was not the most active day, but it was it was a lot of football watching, and God damn, am I good at that? So uh, some thoughts on Aaron Rodgers, Urban Meyer, Fraud Meyer. God, Fraud Meyer is the gift that he keeps on giving. We have a huge Monday Night Football game tonight. Sean McVay versus Cliff Kingsbury. You know, in terms of the uh, coaching good-looking rankings, probably number one and two. Kingsbury McVay, one, two, got that market corner. Now, for the older ladies, Vrabel, I, I know, is a big hit with some of the women, like over 35. But I bet if you went, you know, 35 and under McVay and and Kingsbury would probably corner that market. Big football game. I mean, we got a big boy football game. Chiefs are back. I'll do, I'll do some Cowboys. Micah Parsons probably on Tuesday's podcast because I, I watched a lot of that game. And, jeez, that dude can play. Um, and then the Oregon hired a new coach. Probably save that for Tuesday as well. 
Uh, we'll just rock and roll. Three and Out Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Share it with your friends. You guys know the drill. Wanted to start off with just pretty gut-wrenching the news of Demarius Thomas. I never met him personally. Probably saw him play three or four times live. Just a remarkable player. The outpouring from his teammates, from his former teammates, from Peyton Manning, uh, it's pretty tough to watch, you know, just because I say this all the time in my experience around the NFL, 99% of the guys, I mean, their character is really high. The way they treat people, the way they treat kids. I, I don't think players get enough credit, uh, especially younger players, you know, guys in their 20s that aren't dads or anything, the way they treat people's kids, fans' kids, uh, older players' kids, coaches' kids. They really, you know, the NFL, it's a pretty tight-knit community. And most guys, the overwhelming majority are people you'd want in your life. I mean, I worked in corporate America for a couple years. <laughs> a lot more slaps in that than I ever encountered in the NFL, I'll promise you that. And it's just clearly the NFL lost, you know, a guy that was extremely well-liked and was a pro Bowl player. I mean, I've been going to NFL games now for over a decade they're easily one of the best teams I've ever seen live. And he was he was easily one of their better players, right? So it's just, it's hard to see Peyton Manning when he gets that emotional. And I, John Elway had some public comments. Just, just a tough deal. But let's start with the Packers and Green Bay. And... I listen. I people ask me all the time, and they definitely did more. Like when I had, when I was an NFL scout, or even when I had a radio show in San Francisco. Like that's the coolest job ever. It's great. That's so awesome. I want to do what you do, right? And I, I still get that. Like a lot of people reach out to me. How do I work in the NFL? It seems like a dream job. And I listen. It's been cool, and I've had the opportunity to do it. But I, from my experience, and whether you're you know hosting the biggest radio show in America whether you're digging ditches or whether you're the CEO of Amazon. A job just turns into a job. And you obviously want to be passionate about what you do. You want to like what you do. It makes it easier to get up every day. But we all, whether I'm doing this now, whatever you're doing listening to this, whether you love your job, whether you run your company, whether you get paid a lot of money, we all can complain about things that are going on in our professional environments. It's human nature. It literally happens to everyone. Oprah would have complaints, like Jeff Bezos would have complaints, like the janitor at the local school would have complaints. Now, they'd be different complaints. Some people might have first-class problems. Other people would just have normal human complaints. People still complain, right? We always, you know, think things can be better. It's just the way humans, that's the way we are. That's never changed. I bet it's always been like that before I was ever born, and it'll be like that long after I'm gone, and everyone's living in the metaverse, right? People will surely complain one day about the metaverse. But there are certain situations in life where it's like, you know what? You got it pretty good. We all have friends that are in situations, maybe a marriage, maybe work for a company that, you know, they're with their family, that complain about things. You got to tell them like, you know, that's a, that's a pretty good problem to have, Right. And Rodgers, for years, has felt a little pouty. Felt like he complained. And you know what? It turned out he was right about McCarthy. Because it was for a long time, like, Aaron, why doesn't he like McCarthy? They're winning a lot. And then we see Mike, we're like, yeah, kind of a meathead. I can see why Aaron Rodgers wouldn't like McCarthy. Understandable. But then over the last, like, years, like, he's complained about Gudikins. I kept going, well, 
I think Gudikins is pretty good. <laughs> you know, it's like everyone's like, why did he draft AJ Dillon? And I'm watching AJ Dillon. I'm like, I'd love to have that guy on my team. Pretty good player. He finds all these guys on the scrap. He puts together a team that just wins and kicks ass. And he was also a major reason that they hired Matt LaFleur. And here's the reality of Matt LaFleur. Is he the perfect coach for Aaron Rodgers? Could it have gone any better? So we've pretty we've cleared up. Gudikins, excellent GM. Now, did Rodgers complain about things that were first-class problems and to him probably meant were a big deal inside? I get it. I understand. I'm not saying he's not justified for having those feelings. But Aaron has proven. Gudikins, he's as good of a GM as there is in the NFL right now. I would want him to be the general manager of my team. But here's the key. Ultimately, if Gudikins is going to capitulate to Rodgers' demands and do things that he wants, which he clearly did this year, why would he ever want to leave? He has the perfect head coach for him. One, LaFleur is clearly an intelligent guy. And he's young and he's hip. And him and Rodgers get along. Just on the most bait, before we even get to football, they get along as human beings. Which clearly matters to Aaron. And then when we look from a football perspective, he is the ideal coach for Rodgers. Because he does what everyone's always wanted coaches to do with Russell Wilson. Even though for whatever reason, if you are the offensive coordinator for Russell Wilson, you get fired. Bevel, fired. Schottenheimer, filed, fired. And Shane Waldron probably will be fired at the end of the year. <laughs> like I just That's a reality with Russell Wilson. Everyone wants to let him cook, and then they let him cook, and they get fired. Well, Aaron Rodgers, who's a much better player than Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers arguably, you know, depending on how his career, really 37 is like the new 31, he might have six, seven years left playing at this level. There's a chance if he wins a couple more, he can go down as like the second greatest quarterback of all time. Still a lot of career to for him to kind of earn and legacy and, and pelts on the wall for him to put up there. But LaFleur lets him cook, as he should, but he also mandates, because he's a Shanahan disciple, run the ball. Because when you run the ball, one, you take pressure off Aaron and, and you make your team tougher. And the Packers are dramatically tougher these last couple of years under LaFleur than they ever were with McCarthy. For whatever reason, McCarthy did not like running the ball. Wanted to pass it all the time, which I kind of understand. Spread it out, let Rodgers sling it around. But to be a good team and to be a physical team, you have to run the ball. Because that also translates right now in December and in January, where you're going to be hosting games at Lambeau, and at any moment, it could turn into zero degrees, sleet, rain, and what we saw with New England versus Buffalo. The Packers are equipped to play that type game. And they should be getting, if all goes well, Bakhtiari, their star left tackle, back sometime this season. We'll see. Who knows? But LaFleur has been fantastic. So Rodgers, it's human to complain about things. We all do it. You could find me the, the richest kid in the world. A 10-year-old. Find me a 10-year-old who is whose parents are whatever 10-year-old's parents are the richest. They would have complaints. You find me a 10-year-old whose parents are under the poverty line, they would have complaints. You find me a 50-year-old running a company multimillionaire, he would complain. You find me a 50-year-old that just got laid off, has no money, he would complain. Humans complain. It doesn't matter how successful you are. It doesn't matter how unsuccessful or poor you are. We all complain. So I, I don't ever fault anyone for complaining, though I try to avoid people that complain a lot because there's a lot of negativity. But we all do it. Even the most positive Tony Robbins type people are going to complain. But you also need to be able to take a step back and realize when you have it pretty good. And Aaron Rodgers has it pretty freaking good right now. 
His GM is pretty is awesome. His coach is even better. And his team is loaded. And they're rolling. He's rolling. Hell, he's back in the MVP mix. So it's like, just swallow your pride and realize this is where you should be. Sign an extension. Be a Packer for life. And let's just move on with this stupid topic. NFL playoffs almost here, everybody. FanDuel Sportsbook giving you a $10 bonus when you place $20. That's it. 20 bucks in same game parlay bets. You bet in a single game or spread, your bet's out across multiple matchups. It's up to you. As long as you bet 20 bucks in same game parlays during the same week of NFL action, you get a $10 bonus. I'm going to take Arizona minus one and a half. Over 51 and a half at home against the Rams. DeAndre Hopkins plus 60 yards. Hopkins averages 65 yards at home. By the way, the Rams are 0-7 against the spread when they win the previous week by 14 points or more. They get high and come crashing down. That's the Cardinals minus one and a half, over 51 and a half, and D-Hop plus 60 yards. Fast payouts, easy to use, safe and secure. The same game parlay bonus live through week 15. Lock in some winners today. Enjoy a $10 bonus on FanDuel. Please always use when you sign up the promo code Colin. Receive a risk-free bet up to 1000 bucks. Promo code Colin. Let them know we sent you. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook. FanDuel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? 
is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Another topic that isn't stupid. For those of you that are newer to me, I used to have a nickname for Urban Meyer for years, and I called him Fraud Meyer. I have never disputed in terms of on the on Saturdays coaching college football that the guy was not elite at his job. If you put him at any of like the top 10 programs in America, I, he obviously coached at Florida and Ohio State, but if you put him at Alabama, you put him at LSU, you put him at USC, you put him at Texas, you put him at Oklahoma, he would kick ass and take names. A fantastic college football coach. One of the truly greats we've ever seen. Three national championships, put Utah on the map, star head coach in, 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 on Saturdays. But there is a big difference between Saturdays and Sundays, even though they're both football. They're dramatically different. Because on Sundays, everyone that you see on the field, all the players, all the coaches, and all the executives, the IRS knows about their paycheck. When I go to college football, especially at the highest level, the IRS does not know about all the payments that are going through the players. There's these things we call brown bags. And if you've listened to me for a while, you know I'm not anti-cheating. I consider that capitalism. I laugh at the NCAA. I think it's a joke. So I don't blame any coaches for pushing the envelope. No one pushes the envelope better than Urban Meyer. And he loaded and brown bagged his team at Florida and then Ohio State, as he should. And he kicked everyone's ass. But college football, unlike the pros, is not fair. 
Some teams have bigger payrolls than the other. And Urban was smart enough to get with programs that always had elite payrolls. And he had better teams than 99% of the teams he ever played. The deck was always stacked on his side. And he utilized his big program to his benefit. Rightfully so. Had good coaching staffs, kicked ass and take names. In pro football, that's not the way. Other teams, they drive big cars and live in big homes too. They have 10, $12 million coaches as well. So the parity in the NFL is relatively equal. And Monday through Saturday, when you're getting ready for the game, there is no recruiting. There's no, in the middle of October or November, calling people and trying to convince them to come play for you. The NFL is a scheme game. Andy Reid, Sean Payton, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, Cliff Kingsbury, Bill Belichick, they scheme Monday through Saturday getting ready for the game. They psychoanalyze their football team. They try to get them prepared for what is coming from the opponent schematically. Try to put them in the best positions schematically. That is the sport of football on Sundays. And Urban Meyer, his best skill by a mile was recruiting because he always had advantages at those programs. Hashtag the brown bag. There is no brown bag in the NFL. They're called direct deposits. You pay taxes on those. And you have a salary cap. And every team has the ability to sign players under that salary cap. And you don't get to, you know, pick the best players when you're at Ohio State, right? The Jaguars, because you suck, you draft first in the round. Well, he is... and. I, Once you get to the NFL, like what you did in college or even vice versa, though younger people are more influential, influential. So when you say you coach in the NFL, it's a big deal to college people, right? College players recruiting them. When you go from college to the pros, every guy that's a pro is one being paid. And a lot of them played at high level colleges. Think of the Jacksonville Jacks. Their most talented player is their quarterback who played at Clemson, who won a national championship, and who did not lose for three years, who played for Dabo Sweeney, a guy that's making 10 plus million dollars, right? So when Urban Meyer says, I've won a national championship, I'm a winner, Trevor Lawrence goes, so have I. But the the story that came out that said he treats his assistant coaches like shit, let me say this, a lot of coaches are hard on their assistants. That's not new. The greatest coach... In the history of the league, Bill Belichick, I've talked, he's difficult on people. The guy that he modeled his coaching after, Bill Walsh, was notorious for being hard on assistants because that way he didn't have to yell at the players. He would yell at the assistant and then the player would feel bad for his position coach and then work harder. It was like he was playing psychological games. Urban Meyer, the story that came out, was that he called his assistants losers. Then Jay Glazer said on television, that Urban Meyer, he talked to Urban Meyer on the phone, and Urban Meyer did not deny that he did that. And then Jay Glazer kind of came back and said that he didn't actually call him losers. Regardless, I don't give a shit the semantics of what he actually called him. Here's a reality in that room. They have basically co-coordinators, right? Daryl Bevel and Brian Schottenheimer. Both those guys have accomplished infinitely more than Urban Meyer ever has in the NFL. Brian Schottenheimer was the offensive coordinator on the Jets team that went to two AFC championship games. Daryl Bevel was the offensive coordinator on the Seattle team that, I don't know, won a Super Bowl and went back to another. Urban Meyer, in his life, 
has won two fucking games in the National Football League. Urban Meyer has no business being in the NFL beside him just being a famous guy. He is completely over his head. He does not call the offense. He obviously knows nothing about defense. And his greatest attribute, recruiting, is useless in the NFL. Because that's not the way you build your team. You don't get to brown bag anybody. You have to just pay them with actual money that everyone else can also pay them too, right? There's no, well, we can afford to give him more in the offshore bank account. And honestly, the brown bag is a little outdated too. We talk about offshore accounts. But Urban Meyer is one, he's just an asshole. And listen, there's nothing wrong with being an asshole if you're good. Like Bill Belichick and Nick Saban can be an asshole to their assistants. You know when you're working for them, they are going to lead to wins. Well, if I'm Brian Schottenheimer, if I'm Daryl Bevel, or if I'm some of these players who have played in the NFL for several years and you're just being an asshole, why do I think you're good at your job? Because you won national championships at Ohio State? I do not give a shit. If I'm Brian Schottenheimer, what does beating James Franklin on some random, random Saturday in early October mean for us when we're playing Carson Wentz and Frank Wright or Mike Vrabel and Ryan Tannehill? It has zero carryover. None. And he keeps hanging his hat like I'm some winner. Yes, you were a winner in a different industry. And we all know this. Anyone listening to this, if you've ever worked for someone and they're being a dick to you, if they are really accomplished or really good at their job, it's easier to suck it up and take it. Well, when someone is being, you know, you, you are an underling of someone and there's a hierarchy in any, in any industry. And that person is being hard and an asshole to you. And you don't think they know what they're talking about. And I think it's fair to think if you're Daryl Bevel and Brian Schottenheimer, they could be six months or you know almost a year into being around Urban Meyer and they could go, I don't think this guy has any, you know, any clue what he's doing. In the NFL, we've seen it before. Look at Matt Rule. Matt Rule is completely over his head. That team is getting throttled every single week. He has no idea how to fix the quarterback. Why? Because he doesn't have any options. The option he tried utterly failed. And I like Matt Rule a lot more than Urban Meyer to coach my NFL team. But these guys are lifetime college coaches. And they come to Sunday and it's just a different animal. You know who doesn't have to worry about yelling at his coaches? Andy Reid. Like he just, it's not the way he does it. Now, that's part of his personality. I know Kyle can be hard on coaches. But there's no one that works for Kyle Shanahan that goes, you know what Kyle Shanahan knows? He knows how to call plays. He is specifically doing something on this staff that I can't do. What the fuck is Urban Meyer doing? He's a CEO leader. Well, no one even likes him. You know, part of like, you could be like, well, Brian Kelly was a dick. Clearly, some of the players like Brian Kelly because what he's doing works. Again, on Saturdays, I think Urban Meyer is just in the deep end and he doesn't know how to swim. Now, if you put him back at college, if he would have gone to Oregon, if he would have gone to Texas, if he would have gone to LSU, he would win. Because he can use his greatest advantage. His greatest advantage in the NFL does not exist. He has no advantages. Honestly, one of his biggest advantages on Saturdays is his name. Hey, I'm Urban Meyer. I walk in, if he just would have became the head coach at LSU or Florida, right? He could just walk into a a recruit's home. I'm Urban Meyer, national championships. When he looks at Marvin Jones and says, Marvin, I've won three national championships. You know what Marvin Jones would say? What, What does that mean to me? I'm playing this week, I'm playing Xavier Howard. Or this week, we're playing the Patriots. Why do I care what you did at Ohio State five years ago? It's irrelevant. 
And you're just seeing a guy that's kind of a human. He's just a fraud. He's he's honestly a great salesman who I, I don't think could coach his way out of a wet paper bag right now. And these stories aren't coming out randomly. People there can't stand him. You talk about a toxic individual, but ultimately the reason this is bad is because he has no clue how to fix it. Why is this going to get any better next year? Hell, we saw it with Matt Rule, who clearly is not as big of a dick. He has no clue what he's doing. And he's destined to win six games a second year. It's just, what I would recommend to some of these guys, if you're making huge money, as Urban was and as Matt Rule was in college, stay. Just make huge money, win your games, compete for national championships. Stay in your lane. Like, there's nothing wrong. I, I used to really worry about getting pigeonholed. When someone's like, stick the football. And I'd be like, I know basketball. Especially when I was working in the radio. I don't even care anymore. But if you can make eight, nine, 10, 12 million dollars and get pigeonholed as a college coach, who cares? Do you think Nick Saban is worried about being pigeonholed? He could only get it done at Alabama? Google his bank account. Google his salary. Google Tuscaloosa Mercedes Benz owned by Nick Saban. You think he gives thinks about it for one second. Urban Meyer tried to tried to prove himself because his ego's massive and he's got hit directly in the mouth and proven you don't belong on Sundays. Go back to Saturdays, you dick. I mean, it's just it's one thing to be a curmudgeon like Belichick. He kicks everyone's ass and he has for two decades and he's doing it again. And honestly, Belichick, if you talk to all the players that have played for him, I, I mean, I played golf a month ago with Shane Vereen. He's well-liked. Urban is, people can't stand this guy. Cannot stand him. So there's nothing like being a loser and people don't like you. Not a good combination. And let's look at the the Sunday night or the Monday night game. Uh, like, let's face it. I, I, I've been hard on Kingsbury over the years. I, I've taken the L here. Their team has been fantastic. They're in the driver's seat if they win this game to get the number one overall seat. And we know how big a deal that is for two reasons. One, they only give out one bye. So if you have the number one seed in a bye, which the NFC is better at the top than the AFC because you got Rodgers and Brady. You know, the one thing is, if you're Kingsbury, you're ultimately to get to the Super Bowl or even get to the championship, you're going to have to beat Rodgers probably or Brady, potentially, right? And, And maybe Dak, right? So getting the number one overall seed is a really big deal. That place rocks. It's indoor. It's a good football town, especially when they're good, right? But this game for Sean McVay... We all consider them a Super Bowl contender. It's hard for me to do that. I do not consider them a Super Bowl contender right now for two reasons. One, they cannot run the football. And if you can't run the football, it's hard to play well in January. And two, their quarterback, I've said this over and over, he just hasn't played in that many big games in his career. He's played more big games, like a seven-game stretch, than he probably did over five years. Every single game he's been with with the Rams past like week two has really mattered. There have been a lot of eyeballs. Again, they have had Super Bowl implications because that is the goal for the team he's playing on. And because of their running game, one, they've had a bunch of injuries, and two, their coach has just gotten away from it. They've put a lot on Stafford's back. And you can do that historically with Russell Wilson, with Tom Brady, with obviously Aaron Rodgers, with Mahomes. We're kind of finding out maybe Matt Stafford isn't that guy. Or... Maybe it's going to take him a year to get these reps and he'll be much better off next year, which I kind of think. And then there's three that some people just haters think he's really overrated, which honestly might not be a crazy thought. Now, I know he's banged up, but this is a massive game for him. 
When you get these Monday nights or the Thursday night game, Charger Chiefs is enormous with two playoff level teams. We have huge, huge uh, takeaways. And I, I would say, I don't want to say we think we, we, we talk about them as facts, but what we see in the standalone game just kind of carries with you for a while. And Kyler Murray could get right back in the MVP race just because it's wide open. Uh, Matt Stafford could shut everyone up with a four-touchdown game against a really good defense on the road. And everyone starts kind of giving him a reach around again. But Sean McVay is a guy that, listen, I think is one of the better coaches in the league. I don't know how you couldn't. But he's had a rough little stretch. And I think he's gotten away from his roots. That's why I give LaFleur a lot of credit. Because LaFleur is a Shanahan disciple. And the Shanahan disciples, they run the football. Because when you run the football, when you can, you demoralize your opponent. And maybe it's just as simple as they can't run. That's what McVay would tell me. But he just gets away from it really early. And I think it's easier for him to get away from it early because unlike Jared Goff, who can't make all the throws, he's got a guy that can make every throw with his eyes closed. And I think it's easy for offensive coaches to kind of, um, I don't know, fall in love with that, uh, especially younger ones. So I, I, I hope that I, I want to see the Rams play well, because if they don't and the Cardinals beat them, uh, and let's say they beat them handily, I, I think we're going to have to start talking about this Rams team. Like, are they going to be one and none in the playoffs? Was that trade worth it? Uh, how much pressure is going to be on them just big picture in the next couple years to make, to validate that trade? Because if they lose this game, the Niners are only one game behind them for the fifth seed. Now, and then they got a huge game with Seattle coming up. So I, I'm fired up for this Monday night game. Can't wait to react to it. And uh, we'll, I'll have a big podcast for Tuesday, talking some Dak, talking some Cowboys, talking some Micah Parsons, talking some Chiefs, talking a little... Uh, some thoughts on the Oregon hire. Well, I'll, I'll dive into that, but Fraudmeyer, man. Fraudmeyer can't help himself. Just I just want Fraudmeyer. Actually, I like Fraudmeyer being in the, in the NFL. I like guys with huge egos that just had to prove it to themselves. Like when I see them get exposed. Because the man on the moon could have seen this coming. He had no business being in the NFL. It's not like he was a play caller. At least when Lincoln Riley gets hired one day, he'll be the offensive coordinator. Urban's just a CEO that no one can stand and doesn't even, not even sure he knows what he's doing. But uh, that's a story that's going to keep on giving. I promise you that. Have a good week and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. 
Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Fire the grill and fire up the party. Get the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. Go from low and slow on smoke boost mode at 180 degrees all the way to high heat sear at 600 degrees. It's got a full grate sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Food will look as good as it tastes. This grill is hot in 15 minutes and cleanup is easy. You can also add a heavy duty rotisserie or rust resistant griddle insert to up your game. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood Pellet Grill.